Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Hi. So here we are in the second month of 2021. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And the theme for this month is riffing on the word light leader. That's probably two words, but anyway, I see it as one light leader. And so uh, the next letter is I, and I have chosen the word inspiration to be the theme of the month. Inspiration. And one of the definitions of inspiration, besides breathing in to inspire or breathe in that breath, it's also the breath of spirit breathing through us. Interesting, huh? So to breathe in things that images, ideas, concepts that inspire you, inspire you to be a better person, inspire you to dive deeper within yourself and learn how to love and respect yourself. I know I'm working on it still. It's, it's like an ongoing thing for me. Uh, but to inspire, not only breathing in that breath of spirit, that breath of air that moves and uh, makes our our physical body function, but to breathe in these ideas and concepts um, from the shows you're going to be listening to this month, uh, inspiration. And again, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't, uh, join my Facebook group. We're doing workshops in the group, and uh, you can find out more about it. If you want to get on our newsletter, go to susanburrell.com and sign up, and that way you'll be in the know of what the rest of 2021 is going to bring for living an empowered life. Here's our show. So before we dive in today on Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell, I just want to remind everyone, if you're listening to this, um, we're doing a buy one, give one of my book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. And uh, the reason why is because we really want this work to go out in the world. So you can buy one of the books and we will send you a second one free to give to a friend or um, somebody you think might need a little more oomph in feeling empowered. And who knows, maybe you'll start your own book study with the book. So um, you can go to the website, susanburrell.com and uh, find the giveaway. It's under book and you can sign up, get get the book and we'll send it to you. I love that part. Um, So today, (laughs) I can already tell this is going to be an amazing conversation because this guest and I vibed up and we are in alignment with what it is we do individually and now together. So I want to welcome author Kim Chesney, who has an amazing book. And I love the title, Kim. I said this before we started, but I'm just going to say it out loud. I love the title. It's called Radical Intuition. And the subtitle is A Revolutionary Guide to Using Your Inner Power. So Kim, welcome today. Oh, thanks for having me, Susan. I'm so excited to dig into all this fun stuff with you. 
you know, I got chills as I just got chills. This is so fun. It's fun. So, um, you wrote a book about radical intuition, but I want to hear your backstory of how you (laughs) got there because I was reading that you were involved in, in the tech community or something Mm -hmm. like that before Mm -hmm. this. So that's kind of like a, to me, uh, I, I live with a guy who writes computer code and there's a lot of headspace that's needed for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. as, as opposed, now he's also very spiritual connected in his mm-hmm. heart, but if you start out in your head, how do you get to your heart? How do you get to where that intuition resides? So I want to hear your backstory first. Yeah, well, I'm happy to share that with you because it, it really has been um, an intuitive journey. It's not your typical intuition journey, just like this isn't your typical intuition book. And uh, I, I think that, you know, I, my background, I originally started out as an artist. My degree was in oil painting. Who knew that I would uh, find my way into the tech culture and become really an international leader with creative technologies and the creative industries and innovation and all of the stuff that's really percolating right now in, in our culture. So uh, it's really just a testament ultimately to following your intuition because that's what I did. Um, I didn't plan any of this out, uh, but I love what you said. My husband too is a techie and uh, just like you. So, you know, what we didn't understand years and years ago is, is these two sort of sides of our mind, our, our thinking mind and our intuitive mind are really quite complementary. Yes. And we can use them together, right? So it, yes. it doesn't have to be a, an either or or one against the other, which is something that I found myself immersed in probably about 10 years ago in the tech world when I got into working for a tech technology council and I started um, working to support um, innovation and creativity, all these things that are fed by our intuition. There are intuition, intuitive sciences, so to speak. Um, so I started working in this space and got a lot of funding from Carnegie Mellon University and was really working with some of the biggest tech companies in the world, you know, sitting, sharing space, strategic uh, plannings and sitting around the table with people who are like, ridiculously smart, way smarter than me. And here we are sitting around and I hear them starting to talk about intuition. And to me, I I wrote my first book on intuition 15 years ago, uh, The Psychic Workshop. So, you know, it's something my whole life I have been drawn to. It's something that I've I've been fascinated by. But it wasn't until that moment that I realized that intuition was something so much more powerful than so many of us realize, because it's not only about this interconnection that we have and our, our development, our spiritual growth, but it's also about the way we impact the world. And we take all of the things we learn from within and bring them out into the world to make change and make our lives better and make our world better, really to empower ourselves. So, so there's this huge action element with intuition that I really stumbled into in this, in this technology world. So it really forced me to uh, expand my own definition of intuition. And that's what really started this book the, the wheels turning was really understanding the contemporary context of intuition and how it's part of this global rebalancing of our, our rational thinking with our intuitive thinking and, and how people like you and I are working in the middle here, bringing together, unifying these two formerly opposed factions, right? So now we can, we can talk about unity in a real sense, not just as people, but also in the way that we think and create in the world. I love that. I love that explanation, Kim, because, and it's very timely because we're recording in January. Whenever this airs, I'm not sure, but this has been a raucous year already. 
and and what you just described is the opposite of what the I want to say outer world what we people are seeing and not understanding and um and I love the idea that you said about that the the intellectual the linear thinking mind is complementary to the intuition because so many up until now so many people have taught that you have you have to like get rid of the because I think the ego is part of what runs the thinking mind you know yes. you have to get rid of that so that you can really find your own and your intuition <laughs> you know and I agree with you that it, they, they, they need to be complemented. And that's what we're seeing out picture in the world right now. The, the, the um, opposites going as far away from each other as possible, as opposed to magnetizing and moving together so we can work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you see our outer world is a reflection of our inner world, right? So we see this polarization, but you know, we also recognize how unhealthy that is. And how for us to really, you know, come together as a people, we have to, we have to work against all of those labels and differences and divisiveness and really look at our differences as compliments and ways that we can learn from each other instead of judge each other and fight each other. Yeah. Years ago, when I was years ago, when I, in my youth, um, <laughs> I remember, you know, in your twenties, you have a certain opinion about the world because, oh, you've lived so long. Yeah. And, um, and I remember thinking my opinion was right about lots of things. And I started opening up to other people's ideas and opinions. And I remember sitting at a dinner with a couple of friends and, um, this friend and her husband were going on about the, the current political situation. And I wasn't necessarily in alignment or agreement with them. But at that point in my life, I just opened up to listen, right? Mm -hmm. Not to, not to argue, not to state I'm right and you're wrong. And, and it actually, the act of active listening of deep listening mm -hmm. changed my perspective and, mm -hmm. and of my entire life. And that became one of my cornerstones is, deep listening, which to me is connecting to the intuitive within, but active listening when somebody is um, sharing their ideology or their fears or their beliefs, you know, so that I can hear for me, what are the nuggets of truth for me coming out of that conversation? And I that to that. me fuels your intuition, that listening component. Absolutely. And I really, I really love that because um, it is important now more than ever for us to stay open to the possibilities and realize that um, tuning into our inner truth and our, in our center doesn't mean saying we are right and everyone else is wrong. It means understanding that we're all in different places on the path and, and the path to get where we're going isn't linear. It's circular and we're all coming from different places and different directions with different stories. So respecting that and knowing that everyone's on their own path and trusting that eventually people will reconnect with themselves and get on that path closer to the truth. You know, it might be, it might take some people a little longer. Some people are working through different things that we can't even understand. Right. Um, right. But trusting in life and doing our part and taking our next step forward on our path is, is what we're responsible for. And that is one of the foundational pieces of, of intuition is trust. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, yes. So how do how do how do so what would you say to people in if they want to learn to trust their 
Some people say it's their gut, but mm-hmm. trust that intuitive hit that we are able to tune into at all times. What would you suggest people do in order to do that? Well, do more of it. So, so that's, I always say we're not going to trust our intuition or follow our intuition until we're sure of it. So uh, really learning to understand what your intuition is and how it speaks to you, um, working with intuitive development, practicing your intuition, becoming aware of it every day. Uh, these are the ways that we start to recognize the way it speaks to us. And then once we start getting an idea of how our intuition feels and how it feels different from other thoughts in our head, because you know, we always say, listen to the voice in our head, but there's a lot of voices in our head. You know, oh, there's gosh, our inner yeah. critic, there's our emotions, right? There's our fears. There's so many different uh, voices, quote unquote, in our head. We want to align with that truth, that solid piece of truth that our intuition leads to. So we, once you start doing that, and I know you know what I'm talking about, you know how that feels, right? You know how making a decision from that place of peace and power within us feels different than making a decision from our emotions or from our fears or from our wants and our desires. And mm-hmm. sometimes it gets a little messy. I mean, we all, we all have gray areas, so it can be difficult no matter where you are on the journey to differentiate between those things all the time, but you get a better sense of it. And the more that you do it, the more that you practice it, the more that sense will strengthen and become clear. And then the more that it comes through for you when you actually make those choices and follow that intuition and it, and it comes through in the way that is supportive to your growth and brings you these new levels of awareness and understanding in the world, then you'll start to actually follow it more. So it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's very simple. And all you have to do is take that, like I said, that next step from where you are, just opening up the space to, to, to listen to that insight and create this culture of insightfulness in your life every day. So how, how, as a beginner, for people that are beginning, especially over this last year, I think a lot of people got pulled up short and had to really sit with themselves because of being isolated and begin to listen within. So how, how, do, you, how do you encourage people to do that? Well, the silver lining with this crazy year that we've had so far is that it has given us, most of us, um, there's some people that have been busier than ever, but it's given a, a lot of us a timeout where we yeah. have had more time, right? To, to spend that quality time alone with ourselves. And that's what I always say is the first step, which is um, making space, making white space in your life and making um, opportunities for yourself to open up to that stillness and that presence of mindfulness. You know, we talk a lot about mindfulness and how important it is to be in the moment. And this, in this place, is setting the stage for your insight to speak because it's in the silence that intuition speaks the most clearly. Mm-hmm. So this, this year for us um, is an opportunity, if, if, and it's continuing, to, depending on when this comes out. Um, you know, there's an opportunity anytime you have space to be alone, to open up for the insight to come through. So the first thing I always say is just slow down. Just slow down, turn off your phone, stop, stop stop like constantly um, being distracted by the outside world, which is a problem for so many of us because we have technology everywhere. So limiting our ability to get carried away in those sort of mind-based traps sometimes, they just take us away from ourselves. So, So that way we can get into a space where we're more present and more aware of our intuition. And then once we do that, Right. Then there's little things we can start doing. And, and on my website, I actually have a 12 page guide that the folks can check out that goes into this much more in deeply and in, in, in detail. Um, but it, it, there's little exercises that you can do really to just 
open up for these moments of insight to come and start recognizing them. And one of the keys, one of the very key points to this process is starting to become aware of the thoughts, feelings, ideas, and sensations that come to you simply out of nowhere, right? Because that is a hallmark of your intuition. With our mind, we cook things up. We think things through, right? We, we figure it out. Intuition, there's no figuring it out. If you're trying to yeah. figure something out, right? It's not your intuition. Your intuition, you just simply receive it. So honoring those little moments, come things that come to you out of oh, nowhere, this idea, maybe I should do that, or oh, a solution to a problem I never thought of. Recognizing those is real as part of an intuitive process that you're participating in and can repeat and can increase with your time and attention. You know, it's interesting as you're saying that, it reminded me of a story about Thomas Edison when he was inventing all the different things like the telephone, the light bulb and whatever else. He would take short little pauses um, that looked to people like he was taking a nap, but it was his time to go kind of silent. And out of the many of those pauses, he would come up with the whatever the next step was to finish his invention or, or create the next thing. Um, and so it's, it, it's really, it's really time honored to take that mm -hmm. pause, to take that time of silence yeah. and, and listen. Yeah. And people like, you hear this all the time with great scientists, like Einstein did the same thing. You know, he, he had solutions to formulas that he was trying to figure out, come to him in his dreams. And there, there, you, time and again, you hear extraordinary people throughout history talking about these intuitive moments, these epiphanies that they've had where they've just received uh, th these really valuable insights. So, um, you know, and, and ironically, a lot of those people are men, people like Steve Jobs, Stephen Hawking, you hear people, these great, extraordinary people talking about it. And, and so we know that everybody has intuition, not just women, like we've, we've been told throughout the years, we all have it and we can all tap into it. And when we work together, our intuition and our really brilliant minds, then we do extraordinary things and can tap into that genius inside us. Yeah, which is the which is the font of creativity. Period. Mm. I think mm -hmm. right, just listening within, and then you know what your next step is. And and what's so cool about it for me is, oftentimes it doesn't have to look like what everybody else is doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, so all these new new technologies that I'm sure you were very much a part of come out of that uh, space of creativity that intuition guides us to. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I always say about intuition is you have to get out of your comfort zone when you're really going to live in that intuitive space. And that's something that's, you know, a lot of us don't like to hear that. Uh, but the reality is with intuition, intuition is about, you know, your calling. It's about bringing new energy into the world. It's about creating new things that make your life better and the world better and, and allow us to rise together. So, in order to do that, we have to, we can't be following other people. See, that's what we realize. We can't spend our life doing what everyone else is doing is where it's nice and safe, right? We have to go out on our own sometime. And as Alan Alda says, go into that wilderness of our intuition because that's where the magic is. Right. And so it sounds like you had that, that as a personal experience of having to move out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I think everything I did in technology was 100% out of my comfort zone. You know, in art, I, you know, I'm so in my comfort zone with creativity and art and all of that stuff and painting. Uh, so technology, you know, I was one of those people in the beginning when I was in college, I was like, oh, I wasn't sure about technology because it was going to kill art. And, and I actually had ended up being in some, you know, really, um, really interesting conversations with different museums around the country who were still operating 
and with resistance against technology because of, you know, it's, it, it diminishes humanity or whatever. But once we really move past that and understand everything is an opportunity to elevate as we work together, uh, really wonderful things have come about. And I think for me, getting out into that space and working in tech was, was one of the most exhilarating experiences of my life even though it was so far out of my comfort zone. Like I couldn't believe, you know, I'm working, you know, people with PhDs in, in really advanced things that I don't even understand were, were looking to me for solutions. Um, and not because I have psychic powers, but because of intuition allows you to bring these new ideas that no, you can go to school for, for six, 10 years and still not get to that place. But when yeah. you're using your intuition, it's right there. And it happens more rapidly when you acknowledge that it's right there. Exactly. So in your book, Radical Intuition, I, um, I had fun doing your, uh, the, what is it? The archetypes. Oh, yeah. You have a quiz. And I had fun doing that today um, to just look at the different archetypes. And the archetypes that you have listed is, which I think is uh, Jungian, yeah, is the healer, the sage, the visionary, and the mystic. And, yes. and it's, it's, I'm curious to know, uh, the everyday people that haven't really opened to their intuition, what, what is their experience of doing, finding out that they're a, an intuitive healer or they're an, a, a mystic or whatever? Yeah. So, um, and I'm not sure in your case, did your, did your answers intuitively align with what you thought they would do or, or did, were you, was it an unexpected answer? I'm curious. No, it wasn't unexpected at all. Um, it, it, in fact, well, and as you say in the book, it, we go through all those different levels. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're one thing for a majority. Of, well, maybe it, that's true for some people, but for, I'm in all the categories. Yeah. Um, and I think some people come in and they like, have a pretty even distribution and get all things and, and other people. And I'd say probably the majority of people actually have one or two that they, they, they score really highly in. And then the other two kind of low, that seems to be the norm. And the, it depends all the, which ones they are. It could be any of them, but the, the, the most common thing that I hear is that there's one or two pathways that are really open. And then one or two pathways that could use a little bit more opening, because when we talk about these archetypes, they really refer to the, the four primary pathways with which our intuition speaks to us. For example, if you are a healer, the healer archetype is someone whose physical pathway of intuition is open. They might be very in touch with their bodies. Their bodies speak to them easily. Uh, they, you know, they've got feelings. Um, a lot of times work in holistic practices or work with the body in some way. Um, just a natural affinity to, well, to wellness and health and well-being and all that. And then I'll just go through the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch real quick. That's okay. And then, um, and the second type is the sage really. And that's the intuition of the mind. And that's, um, folks who are very much aligned with that have real strong inner knowings. Their, their inner guidance is very strong. They have good first impressions of people. Um, they're able to counsel others and really use their own intuition to guide other people as well as themselves. And then, uh, the third type of intuition is the visionary. And that's kind of what we've been talking about with people like Steve Jobs and scientists that are creating these you know, amazing products that change the world, but they use intuition and innovation and ingenuity and, and artists who are creating really wonderful things. It's the creative, pretty much the creative energy that transforms us and transforms the world. Um, and then finally, there's the archetype of the mystic. And 
And that's you know, obviously the, the way our intuition connects with us spiritually and, and lifts us higher and allows us to, to connect with the beyond and experience the metaphysical realities and our connection with life and the universe and God and all of those beautiful, wonderful things. So let me ask you, Kim, um, since you brought that piece up, do you feel that intuition in whatever archetype category function is part of what connects us to uh, spirit? Absolutely. Um, Paramahansa Yogananda is famous for saying that intuition is the soul's power of knowing God. And I truly believe that. I, I, and I think that all the words that we use in, in spiritual and religious texts are different ways of talking about intuition. The Holy Spirit could be another way of talking about intuition. Uh, there's, there's, this is a conduit. This is a channel. This is our ability to connect with God. And I'm just going to use that with spirit, God, the universe, wh whatever, put in whatever word. Um, right. Fill in the blank. With. Fill in the blank. Um, whatever it is, that higher power, our intuition is our connection to that. And, and that's why it's so guiding. And so um, really the highest form of knowledge, because that higher power knows everything, knows all, knows more than our limited little egoic minds could ever know. So when we use that higher power connection to support our smart brains, our intellectual thinking, then we really have something special working together to create the, the highest form of, of really living and thinking in the world. Yeah. And, and it certainly feels like that's what uh, the twenties right now is really mm -hmm. all about mm -hmm. is all of us um, you know, I got very, I got very clear in a meditation, uh, a few days ago that, um, it wasn't just 2020. It's not a one year thing. It's a decade mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. of changing and transforming and, um, and awakening mm -hmm. and releasing behaviors and ideologies that are either defunct, dead, or are currently dying so to speak and um and so activating and utilizing and beginning to rely on your internal wisdom your intuition i feel is really what the 20s are about this time around yeah i, I couldn't agree with you more i think we're you know we're really going through some pretty serious growing pains right now uh, and it hurts it doesn't feel good what we're going through right now and there's a lot of anxiety and fear but if we can push through that and, and, you know, that's why reconnecting with ourselves right now is so important because if we can put aside those fears and the anxiety that's around everything we're going through and reconnect with, you know, what, what does this mean for us? What is our role in this, my individual role and, and, and check in with ourselves as to what this can teach us and bring us and allow us to further awaken because it is an awakening. It's a wake up call. There's no doubt that this right. is pointing out what has been going on in, in the, around the world, you know, the zeitgeist of the, of the 21st century and, and what we can all do to fix the problems that we've silently been living with, the things that, you know, have gone against our truth that maybe we haven't spoken up for or the things that we've been living unconsciously with. So all of this is, is tied into intuition. And I talked a little bit about it with them, talk about the three levels of consciousness, you know, awakening out of this unconsciousness that so many of us have spent most of our time in, we're waking up, we're becoming aware. And then the next step beyond that is to become higher conscious and to become super conscious and be able to move above even just this simple place of awakeness 
to be able to tap into what is beyond and to really know each other and connect with each other on a higher level. Yeah. And I want to, I just want to tap on that a bit, Kim, because I Mm -hmm. want people to know that as you uh, grow your consciousness, as you allow it to elevate, that doesn't necessarily mean you're leaving your body, your physical body. Oh, no, 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 no. I think (laughs) people like go, oh, wait a minute. Does that mean I'm going to just like go off into the ethers? No, it just means that you align with something that has a higher perspective yes. and a, a larger overview of the entire existence of humanity. And I, I call it my higher self. And, and there's exactly. lots of ways to align with that higher self. So you can um, not only gather wisdom through your intuition, but also, uh, I want to say, feel safe. Mm-hmm. Because I've been, I personally have been working on feeling safe um, because last year I thought I felt safe until all of a sudden I would go to the market and everybody had this low level vibe of not feeling safe. And I would come home going, okay, somebody, something bad's going to happen. What's going to happen? You know, Mm -hmm. so rising up, like you said, moving into a super consciousness, becoming super aware is so important right now for all of us because we're all in this together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit about the quantum consciousness that you, you wrote about oh. in the book? Oh, I'd love because to. I, I don't know that a lot of people understand. I love quantum physics. Yeah. And I don't know that a lot of people understand what that development in science has revealed to us all. Right, right. Sure, I would love to talk about that. It's one of my favorite topics in relation to intuition. Um, so in the book, I talk about quantum thinking and how that's really a different way of thinking about intuition. So you can, if you want to just take a broad overview of, you know, what's happened over the last couple hundred years in terms of science and how it would relate to our consciousness, you know, I, I say that, uh, you know, the linear thinking that we're all used to the regular old way that we live our lives and think and solve problems is, is a lot like Newtonian physics. That's like old school physics is cause and effect. It's very tangible. You can see it around you in the world. If you drop a ball, it falls to the ground, right? But now we're realizing that the world is so much more than that. And behind this very simple model that makes sense is this magical quantum world that is unpredictable and and unexpected and does things that we never imagined. And it's so fascinating to see how quantum physics ties into something like intuition. Um, so with quantum physics, you can do uh, impossible things like uh, quantum entanglement, for example, when yes. two things that are completely separate in space and time can, can communicate and interact. So that's a real thing that we know can happen. That's been proven scientifically. So it's not a leap to think that things like, oh, when you're thinking of a friend and they call you on the phone at the same time is actually not a form of quantum entanglement when you knew because there was a connection, even though they might be living in the other side of the earth, you're able to connect on an energetic level. And so there's so many examples of that happening. So we're starting to understand that the mind, you know, has a sort of quantum dimension to it. When we start thinking with our intuition, we're actually thinking in a quantum way instead of the linear way that we're used to with this other side of our mind. So, so again, we want to balance, we want to use them both. That's part of our nature. We're made to use them both. Um, So you can really start doing exciting things when you go into these wormholes with your intuition and you can do things that, that people say are impossible. So everything we know, one more thing, is that you know everything that's ever happened has already happened 
happened in the past. It's all data. It's all ever present. And it's out there around us in the world, in the universe. And our intuition has the ability to tap into that, to download from that and to connect with that. So it is like the all-knowing data of the world and the cloud that surrounds us. Our intuition is our ability to pull something down that might seem completely impossible. You know, if somebody says something's going to happen in the future, well, there's no way they could know that because we don't know the future. But if you're touched in with your intuition, your intuition knows the future because there is no such thing as time. Time is a perception, right? So it's a a man-made concept. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this is important, everybody, if you're listening to what Kim just said, because you can tap into information and creativity that already exists on the unseen side of life. Mm-hmm. It's all there. That's why it's interesting when people come, different people, at, maybe at different parts of the world, come up with a similar idea at the same time, a similar yes. concept or a similar title for a book or a television mm-hmm. series. At the same time, because it's all there waiting for the individual that wants to own it and be responsible for it to say, yes, I am going to do this piece for, for whatever. So I want to circle back, Kim, in terms of the uh, quantum entanglement and, and mm-hmm. how we're all connected. Because, mm-hmm. um, because what you said about uh, intuiting that somebody's going to call you, you know, it, 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 it's not just a random thing. And so... If, if we tease that out further, I want everybody to understand that what you're thinking and feeling affects all of us. Yes. So if you're thinking and feeling in anger, fear, guilt, shame, it affects us because humanity is entangled. Mm-hmm. The planet yes. is entangled with us. Animals and rocks, everything is in this oneness of an indescribable essence. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important for you to, to move from being asleep to what Kim's calling the super consciousness. It's very, I'm calling you all mm-hmm. to begin to do this work this year. Wait if you up. didn't start mm-hmm. it last year, because we each affect each other. And so if we choose to be love and light, if we choose to focus on healing uh, emotionally, it helps other people right Amen. now. You know, uh, the work I do for myself, within myself, I know affects the people around me. I know it affects, me, it, it affects the people when I go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It changes without me saying a word. Mm-hmm. My inner awareness, because of this quantum entanglement, because we're all connected. So it's very important that, that, that you understand that this is really a truth. And this is where we're going as humanity, what Kim's Absolutely. talking about, about the intuition and Absolutely. opening up to it, which is why I love the title of your book, Radical Intuition. It's like, it's like we've always known that people have intuition, but this is, this, it's time. It's, to, it's time to radicalize our intuition for the highest good. Mm-hmm. And it harm none. And it harm right. none. Those are ancient sacred words. Mm-hmm. And it harm none. So, um, I, I, I maybe I'll get off my soapbox now. No, <laughs> I love that. I, I I do. I love that, and I love the, your passion because 
what you're saying is 100% true. And, and, you know, I always talk about intuition as the universal language. It is the way that we're all connected. Everyone, even our pets, our animals, if there's ever aliens, probably them too. You know, right. it, it's life, right? It's, it's life. And that, that is our entanglement with life. So the little things that we do for ourselves matter. Everything matters. Our energy matters. Your energetic space, your inner space, it matters. And it makes a difference um, in the very, even from the smallest to the biggest levels. What you touch and the energy you bring has the power to lift, uplift other people. Just like you said at the grocery store. You know, how many times you walk past someone and they're just, their energy is just so, ugh, you just feel icky, right? Or another person, you'll just walk by and they'll just give you a smile and suddenly like you'll feel uplifted and you'll feel that connection with humanity, even though it's a stranger. So uh, we have the power to do that in very small, subtle ways that make big, big impacts. Yes. And, and I want to encourage everybody, instead of hiding out in your little um, cubby hole, uh, because we're still supposed to be doing all this social distancing stuff because, you know, the, the virus is going to come and get us all. <clears throat> um, as you're hiding out, really begin to investigate this. Take time, get Kim's book, Radical Intuition, and begin to investigate within yourself and build yourself yes. up so that when we are able to interface, connect, hug each other again, you have a new foundation to stand on that's based on your intuition, that's based on your inner knowing that will allow you to live a life of freedom. Yes. And empowerment. Yes. Uh, I couldn't have said that better. <laughs> Amen so, to that. So the book again, everybody, is called Radical Intuition, A Revolutionary Guide to Using Your Inner Power. And Kim, tell everybody where they can get the book and how they can find out more about what you do. Yeah, you can get the book anywhere, your favorite bookstores, online, Target, Walmart. Um, and uh, you can learn more about me on my website, kimchesney.com, K-I-M-C-H-E-S-T-N-E-Y. There's a silent T in there. And I do have that free awakening guide there. And I also have an intuition school. If you really want to get more involved and take some courses and really start practicing this, it's called Intuition Lab. And you can take a look at that at intuition-lab.com. Okay, so I just want to tap on that for everybody, what Kim just said, because I find in my, well, this is my personal experience, most of us do well when we take a class with other people. Mm -hmm. Most of us do well when we allow someone else to guide us instead of making it up on our own. I mean, some people mm -hmm. want to be the loner, but most of us do well when we do a class together, especially in this uh, current dynamic. So I highly recommend you go to Kim's website and learn more and get the uh, free, it's a free wake up your intuition guide. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we could just go on and on and on. I Kim. know. <laughs> we could talk forever about this. Uh, there's so much. There's so much stuff. to discuss. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. I, I so appreciate it. And I just want to tell you, I am so grateful uh, for the journey you've been on through all the ins and outs of technology to come to this place of really radicalizing intuition. Aww. I am deeply grateful for your well, work. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you sharing that. And thank you for having me on and sharing this message together. You're welcome. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can 
see all of the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.